I'm remembering back to about a year ago, and uh, I was asked to write a column for, uh, I'll call it an obscure publication because it's uh, for wonks. It's read inside Queen's Park and uh, by people who are attached some way to Queen's Park. And it was about what the future of the uh, PC party might have in store. And at the time, of course, the PC party was uh, in the hands of one Patrick Brown. And um, I guess Doug Ford was busy running Deco Label, and uh, nobody had anything else in mind. And uh, there were some people who were pretty unhappy with the PC party as it existed at the time. And uh, I wrote a column that, suggested that that was the case there were a lot of rumblings one of the uh, the heaviest rumbles came from a, a fellow named Jim Carahalios and Jim is a lawyer and an activist and a longtime conservative and uh we knew of each other or or we had actually met at conventions uh over a period of years but uh, what he was doing a year ago is he was running um a website and the website was called axthecarbontax.ca and Jim joins me now hi Jim Hey, Peter, how are you? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. And uh, why I, I have you here is not so much to review the past, although I think um, to a large degree what you did, the activities that you uh, engaged in, uh, and you paid a price for it too, fed into the fact that uh, we no longer have cap and trade in the province of Ontario. And I'll get to the national thing in a moment. But I might say that uh, it was it was taken so badly by the management of the day, which I guess would have been Patrick Brown, that you were booted from the party, weren't you? I was booted out of the party. I was walked out of convention, the PC party convention, which was a glamorized show to promote Patrick's uh, carbon tax in support of Justin Trudeau. And they actually sued me as well. And they lost that after a month. The judge threw it out as an attempt to stifle my ability to participate in the political process. And all three of those, Peter, were a first in Canadian politics. I've looked on legal databases, I've Googled, I can't find a case where any of those three things has happened to someone in a political party, let alone all three in the same week. So I did pay a heavy price. All that went down in November because at the time, uh, the Axe the Carbon Tax campaign turned into Take Back Our PC Party, and I had collected uh, thousands of signatures of members wanting to call a special general meeting to have a vote on the carbon tax and reverse Patrick's position and to relook at a bunch of those nominations that were held corruptly. And it was basically corrupt governance of the party. And I did pay a heavy price. Uh, but lo and behold, here we are now. And uh, Doug Ford's government uh, is axing the carbon tax. It's true. And you've got three blue ribbons that uh, you may not have been proud to get at the time, but uh, you have scored some firsts. And you, you certainly, as an activist, uh, wound up uh, generating some results for the party. And I would like to think for the people of Ontario. Now, the reason that we have you on is partly to give some background to uh, to you uh, by telling that story, but partly to say that uh, this thing isn't over yet. You uh, you, you aren't killing Axe the, uh, the carbon tax because there is a federal carbon tax supposedly um, ready to, to be imposed as of January 1, and including now Ontario because we no longer have cap and trade. If we had cap and trade, we'd be exempt, but Trudeau says we're getting a carbon tax January 1st. What are you doing about that? Well, Justin Trudeau almost got away with it. He almost got away with making the provinces do his dirty work in terms of raising taxes and washing his hands of it and taking all the credit and saying, see what I did to fight climate change? I got all the provinces to do it. And it, and, and, and it turned on Ontario, because like you said in your previous segment, 35% of the population of Canada and Justin Trudeau's 
majority government runs through Ontario. And when he saw that every political leader at the time, including the Conservatives and the Liberals and the NDP, were for his carbon tax, he could ram it through and only, he only had Saskatchewan in opposition. And fast forward with Doug Ford in, in charge of Ontario now and the Ford government fighting it, seems like other provinces are getting weak need. And so we've gone from nine provinces in favor of Justin Trudeau's carbon tax. We're now down to four. It, it should soon be down to three if Jason Kenney is successful in Alberta. But Justin, you know, he's not talking about it. His government's not talking about it. His environment minister, Catherine McKenna, is now just talking about getting rid of plastic straws. She's not talking about the carbon tax anymore. They've backed off and they're cutting deals with industry to give them a softer carbon tax or a bigger rebate, whatever you want to call it. And, and they're starting to back off in terms of the rhetoric. But in terms of the substance, they're adamant that they're going to ram this through and, and they're adamant that they're going to force a carbon tax right across the country on all the taxpayers, even though uh, their support amongst the provinces is starting to dip, especially in the eastern provinces. So obviously we've got to keep at it in order to get rid of this carbon tax, this carbon tax racket. Kind of interesting to uh, to watch this thing unfold because you're right. Um, the uh, the levels of taxation have changed um, in in um, lesser favor to the government and in greater favor to the corporations, if indeed it ever is introduced. And you're equally right that there are a number of provinces that are prepared to fight. Now, Doug Ford has put his money where uh, where his mouth is in terms of using our money uh, to affect this change. I think he's allocated thirty million dollars to a court battle and. And um, I have no doubt that they're going to take it there. I'm, I don't know, because I'm not a lawyer, you are, maybe you can talk to this, uh, about the the odds uh, in terms of a win, but um, he wants to go to court. How's that going to turn out? Well, look, there have been a lot of opinions on this stuff, and um, w- one good opinion is from Brian Schwartz, and what he's written uh, for the government of Manitoba actually has been misconstrued from what I've read 60 plus pages in the entire thing. Look, the starting point is it falls within provincial jurisdiction and the division of powers to legislate on a carbon tax. And one thing to make clear for everyone, the, the division of powers debate, this big conversation that a court is going to have about the power of a provincial or federal government doesn't take into consideration the individual taxpayer. It's just a fight between governments. So unfortunately, our constitution doesn't have a provision where the individual taxpayer actually gets protected from this racket, from a federal government pretending that this tax is going to do something that it's not going to do, and in many instances will make uh, pollution and emissions worse by driving production outside of the country or outside of a province. But we're going to have this discussion, and what's great about uh, what's going to happen here is it's going to force the Trudeau government and other carbon tax advocates to put down on paper in a legal pleading that they're going to have to file with the court and they're going to have to say that this is actually a tax. Because for the last three years, what we've heard about cap and trade in Ontario is it's not a tax. But if Justin Trudeau and Catherine McKenna and the federal government want to get their best argument put forward in terms of getting the, 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 the court to side with them, they're going to have to admit that under the Constitution of Canada, this is a tax. It's not a behavior-changing mechanism. It's not revenue-neutral. There are going to be taxpayers who are going to lose under this, and they're going to have to plead that. And then we're going to have to see if the court is going to, going to expand. But one thing is for sure, it's not a black-and-white scenario on these constitutional cases. And I hear what you're saying. Like doing doesn't like doing blanket statements that gives the federal or the provincial uh, government clear wins. 
and they're going to read it narrowly and they're going to put restrictions or they're going to put parameters on what they're ruling. And I'm pretty sure carbon tax advocates don't want to see that happen. And that's why they're all screaming in editorials. No, no, no. Doug is Doug Ford, the Ford government and Premier Mo. They're all wasting their money fighting this in court. Okay, so I have no time left, but I'm going to ask you a quick question for a quick answer. AxeTheCarbonTax.ca, does it keep on fighting? Is it still there? Well, of course, we've got to keep going because this is a racket and it's not being presented. The carbon tax is not being presented, honestly, by the advocates of what's going on. And there's more to talk about. We, we got sidetracked there for a few months with PC party operations, but there's more to talk about. And there's, there's analysis to be had as to whether or not a carbon tax, is it going to help the problem of emissions or is it going to actually increase emissions? And we've got to keep talking about this and we've got to defend the taxpayers. So it's going to keep going. Jim Carahalios, thanks so much for taking the time. Thanks, Peter. All right, Jim Carahalios founded AxeTheCarbonTax.ca, and he's not any less uh, prepared to back away from this now with uh, Justin Trudeau than he was with uh, Kathleen Wynne back in the day and with Patrick Brown. So uh, you know, if he's as successful as he's been so far, maybe we don't have to deal with the tax in January. I don't know. But we'll uh, watch and we'll see, and I have a feeling we'll be talking to Jim again. I am Peter Sherman. This is The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.